Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good morning and welcome to Cox Media Houston's public affairs show FYI. My name is Susie Hanks. Uh, the annual Toys for Tots campaign, of course, is underway. We're getting close to that season, and so we're going to be talking that about that today. So with us this morning, we have Sergeant Chris Miller, uh, ins- uh, Inspector Instructor with the 1st Battalion, 23rd Marines out of Ellington Field. Good morning, Sergeant Miller. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I am well, thank you. Thank you very much for coming in. And we have Eric Fry, who is the Financial and Programs Coordinator with Houston Children's Charity. Is it charity or charities? Charity. Charity. And uh, good morning, Eric. Thank you very much for coming in. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, The reason that we have you in here, as well as the Marines, is that the Marines do the collection of the Toys for Tots, but you are the distributor of the Toys for Tots. So we're going to talk about the whole program and then talk about a lot of what you do. First of all, Sergeant Miller, if if you could kind of tell us a little bit about Toys for Tots and um, how that started and, and, and what you're doing right now. Great. Thank you. Uh, so Toys for Tots was started in 1947. Uh, it was started by a Marine major, Major Bill Hendricks, whose wife had actually created a homemade doll that was given to a family who was less fortunate than them. Um, He saw a need in that community and then turned around and said, you know what, this is something we can do. And that year, they distributed over 5,000 toys, and we've been doing it ever since. Um, It's a long-history, long-storied program. You guys have been doing it all across the nation. Um, It's it's been going on for a long time. How long have you been involved in it? Um, I've actually, fortunate enough to be involved for Toys R Tots now, about six years. Um, I'm actually originally a reservist uh, from the North Houston area, and I was stationed with this unit, and I got to be... Involved in it pretty young, actually, and then turned around and came to the INI staff here and um, able to continue that participation. So it's been pretty awesome. So um, how do people get involved? How do people get the toys for TOTS to you? Okay, well, there's a couple of different ways they can get involved with the program. Um, the first thing is they can just donate toys, um, and that's relatively easy to do. You can go to our website, toysfortots.org. You can search for drop-off locations in your local area, um, and you can actually donate new toys um, out for children. Additionally, if you'd like to be a drop-off location, so if you have a business or a place where it gets a lot of traffic or something you think you could like to participate in that program, you can go ahead and set that up by going to the same website, and that's toysfortots.org. And um, what are the what's the criteria for uh, things that are to be dropped off? Because I know that there's some certain things that you can and can't take. Okay, well, what we ask is that new unwrapped toys, um, just to make sure that they're safe for the children, basically, that we can look at it. Um, also, there's some specific things that we like to stay away from. Um, so we like to stay away, stay with toys that are um, easily distributable, um, things that kids can use, um, and something that they will enjoy. Okay, so not anything that's you know out there, uh, and we like to stay away from violent toys. Mm-hmm. Well, the Marines are not taking toy guns, yes, right? Ma'am. Okay, that is correct. <laughs> um, I don't know a good a good Nerf gun would be okay for some Nerf wars back at the base, right, guys? Eh, you know we're going to try to stay away from that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay, all right. Please, okay. no toy guns. Okay. Um, what about like bikes and things like that? Absolutely. Yeah. The more bikes, the better. Um, they're always a really hot commodity. I'm fortunate enough to be at the distribution the past couple of years, and it's always incredible to watch. You know, those kids' eyes light up, and those families are able to come in there and actually, you know, pick up that bike for that child that 
may be a little bit less fortunate than some of the others. Yeah, wow. What a great feeling to be able to give a kid a bike. That'd be fantastic. Do you... Um, uh, I know that you have a distri- the, uh, the distribution event coming up, but when you when kids are getting the toys, do you kind of outline who's going to get what, or do you let them pick, or how does that work? Well, it's actually pretty awesome. So the distribution setup center is going uh, this year, 16, 17 December, at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And basically, we set it up like a store. So the families go in and register with Houston's, Houston's Children's Charity, and I'll let Eric talk about that in a little bit. Um, but what happens is they come in there, and the parents actually get to pick out the toys for their children. So it's not us randomly giving a child a toy. It actually allows them to get a toy that they want and they need. That way it's something that they feel better about, you know, to build that self-esteem. And that's the actual mission of the program. The mission of the program isn't just to hand out toys. Um, we're not giving toys. We're giving hope. You know, for, for children that don't get to celebrate the holidays in the same way that others do, that may not have the financial ability for those parents to provide, this gives them an opportunity to go out there and reach into that community that's given so much to us and give back to them. A lot of times these are the only toys that these kids are getting, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right. In fact, um, there's a Marine in our unit now who actually joined the Marine Corps in some small part as a result of what they did for Toys for Tots. Uh, she received a Toys for Tots Christmas um, for several years when she was younger, and that interaction with the community said that she wanted to be a part of something more. So it literally did exactly what the program's designed to do. It built that self-esteem, made somebody into a responsible citizen that wants to give back to their community and serve, and that's just one story of many that just goes to show how critical this program is to helping our community. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are listening, there are uh, three Marines in here, a couple of them there in the back, and uh, and you, and you're very uh, impressive in your uniforms, full-dress uniforms and everything, and I bet that that makes a big impression on kids. I think it does. Uh, I can remember when I was a kid seeing a Marine for the first time, it was it was a, it was a pretty impressive experience, um, not going to lie. You know, the blues are in you know, a nice part about it. Um, it's not the most comfortable thing. I've ever yeah, but you know, world, you look good sure. in them. So uh, there well, you go. <laughs> you know, they say that beauty's pain. So here we go. <laughs> right. Um, we are talking about Toys for Tots, the Toys for Tots campaign. We've been talking with Sergeant Chris Miller, and then also talking about the Houston Children's Charity, which is the um, the group that kind of uh, works that the Toys for Tots program works f- through, where you get the kids. And we're talking with Eric Fry, who's the financial coordinator and program coordinator. Tell me about Houston Children's Charity. Um, uh, how long have you been around? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, we're celebrating our 20th year in existence here this year. Uh, and this organization was started uh, by our executive director, Laura Ward, uh, and a group of our uh, executive board members, Mr. Tilman Fertitta. Uh, many of you are familiar with Gary Becker uh, and uh, Grant Guthrie. And so these th- this this core group they they got together and they were members of another organization and they said you know we we want to be more impactful to our community and so they came up with some of these core programs that we are still using today to support some of the families in the community uh and it's been absolutely fabulous to be a part of this process yeah you do a whole lot more than just the toys for tots oh, but toys for tots is kind of on um on everybody's mind right now because yeah. of the season yeah um, tell me about how uh, you, how the kids uh, come to you. How do you um, determine what kids are going to get, what, what families are sure going to get what? So each family will fill out an application that is available on our website, and there is a, a little bit of information that we also require from them to support some of the answers on the applications. But it, it, it actually helps us to sort of vet the processing uh, to make sure that the families that we're providing assistance to really have a need. Uh, our goal is to provide the underserved children of our community, 
Uh, but what we also understand that there are some, you know, uh, lower middle class families that are living paycheck to paycheck. And so when you get to the Christmas holiday season, it's very difficult to really be able to provide those gifts that you know your child wants. And obviously with the partnership that we've been able to partake with the Marine Corps, uh, this is given the opportunity now that we can get those toys in the hands of those children uh, and see the smiles on their faces and more so see the smiles on the parents' faces, that sense of relief and knowing that they were able to make Christmas happy for their kids. Yeah. Um, the big uh, distribution event is coming up on the 16th and 17th of yes. December. Um, tell me how you uh, coordinate that and tell me how many people you think uh, you're going to be oh seeing gosh. go through there. Over that two-day period, we expect to see anywhere from three to 5,000 families. This equates to anywhere between ten to 20,000 children that we will affect this year. Uh, with this partnership, we see on a typical year anywhere from forty-five to 80,000 toys that will pass through the George R. Brown Convention Center doors during the holiday season. One of the things that we like to pride ourselves in in this partnership is, as the sergeant said earlier, the families get the opportunity to choose the gifts. And when they come in, it's not just one gift. It's multiple gifts, three to five gifts, and in some cases, seven gifts, depending upon how many donations we receive. Obviously, that's the reason why we're here today, to promote the donating process so that we can really make Christmas exciting for these children. Tell me, um, the two of you, uh, you guys have been doing this for a while. Tell me some stories about your experiences, things that you remember and things that stuck out during some of the distribution. Because oh I, I think that's probably the, the most joyous day of, of the year for yeah, you guys. Yeah. Well, you know, I think for me, the one thing that stands out in being able to help a family, uh, I'll have to digress a little bit to our, our back-to-school program, and I know we're not talking about those programs yet, but we had a family that you know, lived in the Tango Wild subdivision, uh, which is a fairly affluent you know, division in, in our community. Uh, but, but Dad had lost his job. Mom was stay-at-home mom, uh, and they had exhausted all of their savings, and they needed help with just getting the kids the essentials to go to school. Uh, well, we helped them. We didn't look at the fact that they were affluent and, you know, half-million-dollar neighborhood. We helped them because they had a need. Well, that same family, within about two to three months, dad was gainfully employed again. They were able to put monies back into their savings. And so they actually contacted us at Christmas time, and they said, hey, we want to be able to donate toys. And so literally they got a box from the Marines. They filled the entire box and brought that as a donation. So that's just one story that shows how we as a community are able to come together, impact our community by helping those that have a need, uh, and then move forward with the growth. Yeah, everybody's got a need at some point Absolutely. in their life, and, and, and giving it, it lets you give back. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Miller, tell me about some of the, the experiences that you've had in the distribution or, or your experiences through Toys for Tots. I think the most incredible thing I've ever seen is that you see the best of people. Like, in this time of year, you see the best of people. And it's unfortunate because we don't see that all the time. But when you see somebody make that willing choice to, to give something from themselves, to take something, like, and these kids, too. Like, I've seen kids that donate toys, and they literally go in there to the store with their parents, and they're like, well, hey, I'm going to go out here, and, uh, you know, I know that I could get this instead, but I want to give this to a kid that wants it more than I do. And to see that, even at that young of an age, it's just it's that shaping moment where you feel like, you know what, I'm doing something right here. Yeah. And at the distribution, when you watch those families walk in and you see people that, that they're down their luck, they, they're having a hard time. And then, but you see the smiles and the lights in those kids' eyes and in those families' eyes as they realize that, hey, I'm going to be okay this year. Mm -hmm. Just another more day, a couple more weeks. You know, 
that opportunity is what we're striving for here. We're striving to get people involved so that we can help more. Because I'll tell you right now, even with as much as we do, we're not hitting everyone, right. and we want to get more. Um, so the more we can get people involved, the more to- toys we can get donated, the more families we can get registered that we can help, that's what we want to do. That's what we're here for. Um, how, do, can people just give you guys money to go buy toys, or does it work that way? Do you take donations that way? We do take donations um, at the drop-off locations. Um, oftentimes, we'll be at events, and we will have a small black box that's sealed. Um, that money goes straight to the Toys for Tots fund, and it's used legitimately just to purchase toys um, for those children. So none of it's going to go anywhere else, um, and that's something that we gladly welcome. We would prefer toys. Um, it, it makes it a little bit more fun for us, to be honest with you, for the people that are out there doing it to see those toys come in, uh, but we do accept monetary donations. Yes, ma'am. Um, another thing that you were telling me about earlier is the appearances that you guys, so a couple of Marines will go out and say a group is having some sort of a, a get-together, and they can have you come out. Tell me about those. Absolutely. So I'm going to keep on reference back to the same website, uh, toysfortots.org. If you're interested in hosting an event, either a public or a private event, and you would like a Marine presence, you can go to that website. Uh, you can select the greater Houston area, and you can actually fill out a form to request us to come out and help you with your event. And we'd be more than happy to do that if it's at all possible. So like if you're having a luncheon at work and you want to have people bring toys, then they can bring toys to the luncheon, and you guys would be there to pick them up and take them, or a Christmas party, or, or anything like that, holiday party. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, uh, when, after you do the distribution. Do you follow the families? Do they um, are they? I guess they're still part of your programs. Oh, too, absolutely. So. We consider our clients family, mm-hmm. truly. Uh, and many of these families, we will assist with other programs. And so, one of the things that I always do is I try my best to interact with every single family that registers with our organization. I like to be there the day of the events. I like to put a face with the name and a voice. Uh, let them know that here I am. We are here as a community to help you. Uh, and I love to get those phone calls after the events telling me how wonderful Christmas was, how the children were so excited about the gifts that they were able to receive, how thankful that the parents were because of their financial circumstances that they weren't able to buy, but they were able to give their children uh, and that's what makes this job so exciting. Yeah. Do you, um, uh, uh, are, is it just kids from Houston that come to the event? Do you reach out? Are there two different counties around the area? So Harris we actually, County? Su- we support uh, the Houston, Harris County area, but we also support some of the outer lying counties. But what we try and do during this time of year is to make sure that we don't cross boundary lines with other Toys for Touch programs in other counties. For example, Galveston. Uh, we receive a lot of uh, of our clients from the you know Galveston County area throughout the year, but during the Christmas holidays, I try to refer them back to the Toys for Tots toy run, uh, and and that's the Galveston division of Toys for Tots. And so, families out in that area, if you're listening, uh, but please by all means go to toysfortotstoyrun.com. I mean dot org, and you will be able to get an application, fill that out, and you guys will still get the same support uh, as any uh, family would here in the Houston area doing Christmas holidays. Okay, it's just. Uh, the the Marines, you guys do this nationwide, so yes, it, it reaches everywhere. We're talking about the Houston one now, but there's other ones in other counties around as yeah, well, well. We're really fortunate in that, um, that the Marine Corps Reserve picked it up. We have over 700 locations in wow. all 50 states and in Puerto Rico. Um, over the lifetime of the program now, we've actually gotten to the point where we've collected uh, and we've helped over almost 220 million children through over 400 million toys. So that's an awesome feeling. Last year alone, we distributed more than 16 million toys nationwide. So if 
if you're just driving through the Houston area, or you're not located here, don't take this as something, oh, well, I'm not going to be there, so I can't do it. Uh, most likely there's a Toys for Tots coordinator either in your home or near. Um, and if there's not one, you can actually contact the organization about starting one if that's something that strikes you and something that interests you, that you can become a part of this. Um, we're all about it. We want to help. We want to do everything we can to better this nation as a whole. Um, honestly, for me personally, and this is just me talking about this, that the reason why I love Toys for Tots is because I get to see the difference it makes in where I live and where I'm from. And I get to see the people that it affects, and I see the positive change that happens in their lives. And that in itself makes it worth it for me to come out there and work and, and to get this done. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your service. You guys are awesome, and, and uh, this is a, a great thing that you do. We're talking with Sergeant Chris Miller, um, who is uh, inspector, instructor with 1st Battalion, 23rd Marines out of Ellington Field, about Toys for Tots. And we're talking with Eric Fry, who is with Houston's Children, or Houston Children's Charity, which is the organization that helps to distribute the toys. Um, but you do a whole lot of other things throughout the year. You're not just the distributor for Toys for Tots. You have, first of all, um, a gala that's coming up. Tell me a little bit about the gala. Wow. Well, for all of you, you know, 70s and 80s rock fans, you know, uh, we will be uh, holding our 20th annual gala on November 5th at the Hyatt Regency downtown. If you are interested in attending, there may be still some tables and seats available. Uh, I implore you to contact our office and uh, and speak with our administrative director for uh, more information about that. Uh, we're expecting to have Foreigner uh, in the house that night. No and so kidding. it's going to be exciting to see Foreigner perform live. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity myself, but uh, it's going to be a great experience. And we always look forward to this time of year uh, at the charity because it gives us an opportunity to gather all of our supporters throughout the year, including the U.S. Marines. Uh, and we just kind of, you know, let our hair down a little bit and relax and uh, uh, and have fun, but also uh, raise a lot of money to help support a lot of these programs for the the following year. Yeah, and so let's talk about some of the programs. Um, first of all, uh, tell me about a better night's sleep. Wow, that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about this program. Our executive director thought of this when uh, Hurricane Katrina happened, and uh, we had an influx. Uh, of uh, Louisiana uh, residents moving into the Houston area due to the storm. Uh, and many of those families, as they settled into the various areas of town, uh, we found that the children did not have beds to sleep in. They were sharing beds or sleeping on cots or air mattresses or even on the sofas uh, at friends or family or you know members' homes. Uh, and so our board got together and they said, listen, we need to do something not only to help these families, but they realized that there were also families that are residents here in the city uh, and, and they, they're going through the same thing. So we started this program uh, to provide these beds to the children uh, and in partnership with groups like Texas Mattress Makers and Carlos Carrera from Houston Astros and even Mattress Firm. Uh, they have come on board and, and helped to support us over the years. Uh, organizations like Katie Furniture, you know, that just do their part uh, by donating beds or donating monetarily towards this program to help support the purchase of beds. What we like to do is tell a donor that if you, if, if you will donate $100, that $100 will put a child in a bed. It literally purchases a frame, a box spring, a mattress. But then we go above and beyond. We also provide the, the, the family with sheets. 
pillows and blankets to go along with that brand new bed. We want to make sure that when that child gets home and they and they put that bed together, that they are there sleeping very comfortably. And the goal is to make sure that each child has a good night's sleep so that when they wake in the morning, they're able to go into the school day with a productive mindset so that we can create productive citizens in our society. Yeah. Tell me about the clothing closet. Oh, wow. Clothing closet is... Uh, unlike any other closet I think I've experienced, you know, it is uh, it is a donational based uh, program uh, and we receive clothing donations from all over the city. Uh, and what we do is, is we make these clothing available in a boutique style environment to the families to come in and shop literally free of charge. Uh, after they fill out the application and they're approved, uh, there was an appointment that is scheduled for that family. And they get 20 to 30 minutes to go around in our in our boutique uh, and shop for clothing for each of their children and even themselves. Each family member will receive anywhere from three to five outfits each time they visit. And we try to make that available to each of the families at least three to four times a year. So that way, as there's a seasonal change obviously there's a there's more of a need for a different type of clothing uh, and so we try to make sure that that's available for them if they can't purchase their own well and as kids grow and kids will grow out oh, of absolutely. something in a week oh so yeah definitely yeah. we see a lot of that um tell me about uh the uh, back to school program we talked about that a little bit earlier but yes, tell me about that yes yes our back to school program uh, is one that we have been fortunate to have great support with over the the, the last five to seven years uh, and on an annual basis, we will distribute anywhere from four to 5,000 backpacks filled with school supplies for the children here in our communities. And one of the things we try and make sure that we do is not just put supplies in the bags. We try to make sure that if a child is in an elementary campus, we get that elementary campus, uh, their school list and, and their supply list, and we make sure that we put those supplies in those bags. Same for the middle, same for the high school. The goal is is to take some of the stress and the burden off of the parents on having to spend so much monetarily to make sure that they have the supplies. So we give them the essentials, and then obviously every teacher has their own core set of supplies that they like. So it takes a little bit of the pressure off the parents for them to be able to do that. Yeah. And then another one you have is Chariots for Children. Chariots for Children is really the dearest program to my heart. This program actually provides wheelchair-accessible vehicles to families who have children with debilitating diseases here in the city. Uh, and it almost brings me to tears each time we have the opportunity to, to give out another van. Uh, just to see the expressions on the children's faces, many of them nonverbal, but you could see from the expressions on their faces, the movements in their bodies, that they know that their life has changed tremendously in that day. And so we were so fortunate this year, we were able to give out 14 vans. Wow. Yes, yes. Thank goodness for our donors. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we we were hoping to reach that goal of 20, uh, and we fell just short. But, you know, our expectations are next year, our donors will come in f with full support and help us reach that goal. Yeah, bigger and better. And Absolutely. then also the Texas Children's Cancer Center Fund. Tell yes. me about that. yes. Over 10 years ago, our organization and our board, they committed a, a $1 million donation to Texas Children's Cancer Center to create the, the emergency fund. And this fund is actually designed to provide a little bit of financial support to families whose children are here going through cancer treatment. Many of these families, you know, when you're thinking about a child that has gone through uh, an illness as cancer, uh, everything else goes out of the window. 
You, you don't think about the, you know, the mortgage. You, you stop thinking about the lights, the gas, the water. The only thing you're focused on is getting your child the help. And obviously with the way health care prices are today, it literally will absorb all of your available income just to be able to get the treatment that they need to survive. And so this fund was actually designed to kind of give a little bit of relief to those families. Many of them who drive from other cities or other states, they drive here not knowing where they're going to sleep how they're going to eat, many of them driving on their last savings in the gas tank. And so that fund was designed to provide little bits of relief here and there to help those families while their their children are going through treatment. Yeah. You guys do such good. And and, uh, one of the final things I wanted to talk about the group is Limbs for Life. And just the the sound of the program is going to make me choke up. But tell me about Limbs for Life. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times when you're watching TV – uh, and you see, you know, various infomercials uh, of children who have lost a limb uh, and, and their, you know, their lives have been changed dramatically. Um, you always wonder how they carry on. Um, are they able to get the prosthesis that they need to just really function like an average person? Uh, and so, again, our board looked at that and they said, you know, we need to make an impact here. Uh, and so Limbs for Life began uh, with helping uh, children who have lost limbs uh, to meet with various uh, doctors here in the area that could take them through the process of getting them fitted, then uh, helping with the cost of having the prosthesis created, fitted, and then given to the families all free of charge. Yeah, and and once again, they're going to grow out of a lot of it. So exactly. you got to keep doing it over yes. and over again. Yes. All all things with there's so much incredible need, and you guys are really helping and plugging a whole lot of holes um, and doing that. So uh, once again, if somebody wanted to get involved into any of these or volunteer or anything, how do they do that? Sure thing. What they need to do is simply visit our website at HoustonChildrensCharity.org. There is a multitude of information about all of our programs from a donor aspect as well as from a client aspect. Uh, If you're a donor, there are links and tabs all over the website where you can simply click a button. And if you want to do a donation right from the confines of your home, you can do that receive tax receipts for those donations, uh, and, and clear confirmation that your donation is done securely. Uh, if you are a client and you are seeking assistance from one of our various uh, programs, uh, simply visit that same website, HoustonChildrensCharity.org. The Programs tab will give you information about each and every one of our active programs, and then there is a tab that says Forms that lists every single application for every program. You print that application from the website, fill it out, attaching the various information that we've requested for support and forward it to us for approval. And we'll get your family the help you need. Um, We're talking, we're focusing a lot on Toys for Tots this morning. Mm -hmm. Do you guys need volunteers to help set up the distribution, like in the days ahead to sort and stuff like that? Listen, when you're dealing with a 100,000 square foot facility, uh, the four of us, there's no way we could do it alone. And so each year we will see anywhere from three to 500 volunteers come through those doors to help us with this event. And so we are always in need of volunteers. So if you've, you've considered doing a volunteer uh, a project with your, your local church or your n- neighborhood you know, community program, please, by all means, visit our website at HoustonChildrensCharity.org. On the front page, there is a tab that says Volunteers. There is a f- fill form right there on the website that you can fill out. Now, we do have a very, very small restriction there. 
we ask that our volunteers be at least 15 years of age. If they are students, we are able to provide them with community service hours as well. Uh, and then we will take you on up to 100 years of age if you can stand th to be there with us. Uh, but we love our volunteers. I like to tell our volunteers all the time that if it weren't for them, there's no way we could do what we do. They are really the lifeline for this organization. Uh, uh, they are the heartbeat, in essence. Without volunteers, there's no way I could process those thousands of applications alone. Without volunteers, there's no way that the Marines could move those hundreds of thousands of toys that they do annually. Without volunteers, there's just no way that the magnitude that we're able to do with these programs would happen. Yeah, the logistics. The absolutely. volunteers are just, you guys are, they're, they're the ones who are moving things on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would also say, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, please, go um, ahead. I would also say that one of the greatest things about the volunteer network and the, and the, the ability to come together like that is that you actually get to see the effect of what you did. You know, you, you get to see the opportunity, you get to see the child's faces, you get to see the parents, you get to see those families interact. And then it's not something that you just, you know, you put a toy in a box, which is incredible, and thank everyone for their donations. But you get to watch that interaction, and you actually see, you get to see the fruition. You get that strong feeling of giving back to your community. Yeah. And I would encourage everyone, if you have the time and availability, please reach out and uh, go ahead and take a part of that because it's worth it. Um, I've done the distribution a couple of years, and I promise you that day is one of the most fulfilling days. It's a long day. Um but it's worth it. it it's mm -hmm. absolutely worth it. Yeah, I, it, you know, it, I get in, I get this picture in my head of the Grinch and his heart growing, you know, big as the day goes right. on, as you see everything happening, <laughs> just heart filling up and 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 full. Um, uh, once again, we'll tell everybody what the website is for toysfortots.org. It or, is. I just said it. Yes, toys for Tots. And um, and so that's if you want to be a distribution. If you want to be a distribution center, if you want to distribute, if you want to volunteer, if you want to donate. Yes, ma'am. Right. Uh, and, and and you guys will go out and, and, and uh, do events as well. Yes, ma'am. So toysfortots.org is basically your one-stop shop to find your local drop-off location, to sign up to be a drop-off location, uh, to get in contact with us about hosting an event. Uh, I would refer you for the volunteer services to Houston's Children, excuse me, Houston's Children Charity.org um, to be able to go ahead and get in touch with Mr. Eric and Work that out as far as the actual volunteer piece for the distribution. Okay. Well, thank you very much. We've been talking with Sergeant Chris Miller, Inspector Instructor with 1st Battalion, 23rd Marines out of Ellington Field, and Eric Fry, the Financial Coordinator and Program Coordinator for Houston Children's Charity. Um, good morning, guys, and thank you very much for being here, and thank, thank you, you for everything that you thank do. You so we much. appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. My name is Susie Hanks, and you've been listening to FYI. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.